Do you want to say anything, Mike, before um, I start speaking? Oh, just a note of housekeeping. We are recording uh, the session. Uh, we haven't posted any of the videos on YouTube, but we have posted um, some of the audio clips on the website. But um, if we plan to do anything more than just the audio, we'll, we'll let you know. And um, uh, of course, feel free to ask any question about the teaching, the, the Living Method of Spiritual Awakening, any of the offerings that Fred has and, and the whole community has, um, you know, books, videos, courses, uh, recorded and live courses, and anything that's, if you want to talk about the impact that it's had on, you know, on people's journey, and uh, that's, of course, you can ask that as well. Uh, so let me turn it over to Glenda. She is, of course, an authorized teacher of the Living Method um, that Fred is authorized, and she's very clear and great at answering all these questions. So uh, fire away, and <laughs> she will answer. Thanks, Mike. Thank you. Um, it's It's been a little quiet so far, but I do think that um, it's a nice idea. Um, I suppose a concept of groundedness. Um, I'd like you to just uh, notice a sense of uh, of being, of aliveness. If you turn your attention inward, so to speak, you may notice that aliveness as um, vibration. And it may be sensed as vibration in a body or my body. However, if you look can you find a border to that sense of aliveness or vibrating or tingling or however aliveness is experienced? Can you find a limit to it? Or is it boundless? And I find no limit. What's here now is boundless. And something that has no limit and is boundless. One can describe as infinite. In the attention that's noticing this infinite, boundless aliveness, can there be more, better, or different? than infinity. 
Let's be still for a minute. Thank you. Can we bring attention to the room? Oh. Does anybody want to pose a question or share what brings them here today. Yeah, can I put you on the spot? And can you share uh, some of the impact that um, the living method in particular, in particular, the offering, if you will, of clearing that's available with the teaching. Um, can you share on your perspective on that? Landa, can you hear me? Yes. I'm having internet issues. Uh, like okay. I dropped out a couple of times, so I might disappear. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, <laughs> I, I, the the sound dropped out just at the last part of what you were saying. I know you asked me my experience with the living method. Yeah, in in particular, I would think it might be help in uh, as relates to the. opportunity of clearing that's available with this teaching that doesn't seem to exist elsewhere. Mm. Like I don't know everything, but to my knowledge in general and non-dual circles, it's kind of a miracle if there's any awakening, so to speak, let alone that 
There's yeah. no need for a clearing program. But here there is. Um, you're going to hear a loud car maybe going past the street sellers. Apologies. I don't know if you don't hear it. I don't hear Okay, perfect. Um, for, for me, it's been a very gradual process of of beginning to see more and more of what this body mind is working with or carrying uh, a lot that you know after many years of meditation and all sorts of other spiritual exercises and practices and uh, nearly 30 years of stuff um, to begin to see how pick or deep a hold the patterns or the ego is here. Mm -hmm. uh, it's very obvious to see, say, reactivity, reactivity or arrogance. Like these are obvious things that I can see when they happen, but there's a lot of other stuff that was just never seen. How mm -hmm. deep it permeates through all communication and you know, even communicate now awareness of uh, being unsure and, and watching what's happening to see. It, it, it's, it's almost like walking a tightrope, you know, of going into, uh, Fred talks about grandiosity or I can't think of the other word he used. It's either grandiosity, like, oh, I'm spiritual or, or insufficient insufficiency not enough yes yeah and that that's a fine line uh in on my path or on my work of see so I'll, I'll finish on this it's, it's just more a lot more awareness of that stuff the very obvious stuff i was aware of for 30 years there was no issue with that but it's the very deep mm -hmm. patterns and programmings uh, and yes. that i'd never i'd to unfold and to see more. Yeah. So um, do you see that uh, the uh, grandiosity um, not being enough is the yin and yang of uh, a thinking pattern? Yeah. Well, I, I, yeah. Yeah. But it's it's but one doesn't exist without the other. Yeah. Um, but neither are the answer. So correct. What I previously, prior to Fred's work, would have thought that one of them, I know arrogance yes, yes, isn't yes. seen yeah. as, but I would have thought, oh, I'm trying to get to this place. I'm trying to. Whereas now there's more awareness that whatever place I'm in, that this is it. This is yes, yes. And you see that the the two together, being uh, both sides of the same coin, are um, they are it too. But as imagination or illusion, yeah, yeah. it's all it. 
it's all it, but the, the, the biggest um, realization over here in the, in the last few days, and, and in you asking me this question is that on some level, I always thought that, well, like I, I see this stuff and I need to work with it. And through clearing, I realized, no, like maybe 90% of it, I don't see at all. It's, <laughs> it's invisible. And gradually little, little things get spotted. And if I'm paying attention or clearing or inquiring, I can take advantage of that opportunity. Whereas previously there was no inquiry, there was no, mm-hmm. so it just, it just, I just lived those patterns, you know. Do you see now that there is no one to um, ha- handle it yet? by recognizing it as this is it too. There's no judgment. There's no reactivity. And so there's uh, either a dissolving of a pattern or mm. it doesn't matter if it's there. Does that yes. map in, onto yeah, your it, experience? It takes the sting out of us. Yeah, there's no sting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And there's there's no one to be stung. The the, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. momentary realization that oh okay this is this is what's happening, you know these yes. sensations or this story this is what's happening, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it doesn't seem to be happening to anyone. Can't no. find it, Gavin. But it, but I'd also it doesn't that seem that the, way because it doesn't seem that way because it's not. Yeah. <laughs> but you you know my journey and it. I'm I'm an extremely slow learner, or this body mind, or this this piece of awakeness, whatever you want to call it, is is a it's a very gradual process. Mm-hmm. So even the looking for the me, uh, and I'm inquiring, wondering, you know, who is suffering, or where is this Davin, or this me, or this person, that's a that's been a very gradual process. Mm-hmm. you know and, the, and, a, and a lot of complaining along the way and a lot of identifying with and it, i'm sure it will continue again maybe later today we'll see you know yes who knows yeah what will arise well i for one am this is this sounds stupid to say but there's a sense of i'm proud of you we work together um, it's been a privilege and a joy, and uh, it's wonderful to observe the freedom that's evident through the clarity of whatever it is, mm. this is it, this, this is it is being lived very fully and makes a tremendous difference. Thanks, Glenda. Yeah, it's it, 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 it's not like it really is. I uh, Prior to working with you and working with Fred, yeah, I was totally convinced that there was just one one switch and that's it. <laughs> and that ha- that hasn't been my experience. I know it might be for some people, but it hasn't been my experience. Yeah. Um, and and even in recent days, and even this morning, there is a, an increase in willingness and 
to to let go more or to you know don't even know how to word that yes in non-jewish yes. speak but right and, and fred's line came to me this morning as well fred talks about not lying to yourself mm. you know and that's a quite a deep root that i kind of always i mean if you would ask me that a month ago or months ago or fred i would have said of course i'm not lying to myself you know i'm turning up to satire and i'm doing this work and of course i'm not but so deep to not even be aware of lying to myself or or i i know that might be incorrect language you know believe there there really is no there's no right language for this stuff mm. but so we say lying to ourselves but any thinking that arises that is identified with or owned um that's that's the lie because all yeah. in all concept all thinking is an interpretation and a lie mm -hmm. an attempted description at what this is and any description can't describe it so language lies it's a necessary tool but it does lie and yes it can cut take a quite a bit of clearing to really get I remember I don't remember when it happened but I do remember there was a point where oh all, all the all thinking is is illusion all thinking is a lie and I, it was recognized before that realization it was like it was like this belief, like, well, some thoughts are to be <laughs> believed, you know, mm. <laughs> and some not, you know. So it's a big, big step to, yeah. um, and it's not like a final step because we we believe them when we believe them, and we don't when we don't. And yes, it's a, it's a process to discover. I just recently had a really big, um, I didn't see it as a belief. I saw like the need for pain, discomfort, suffering as a necessary part of maintaining clarity. And this just happened actually yesterday when it was recognized as a belief. Because I don't know that. I don't know anything. How could he even know that that's necessary? Mm -hmm. And there's been a lot of pain here. And it seemed to have been helpful to have alertness or is another poor word, acceptance. It's not that. There's no one to accept anything. But when it was seen that that's an interpretation 
and the possibility exists that clarity can be or apparently thrive with comfortable experiencing. instead of the need for difficulty to stay alert. Mm. So it's interesting. Yes. Um, so still a realization of belief that wasn't seen through as, as belief, mm. you know? Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for your participation and contribution. Thank you. Great to be here. <laughs> Glenda uh, Neo asked a question in the chat. Um, says, if the separate self doesn't exist or is an illusion, why are we born with it or what is its purpose? Okay, let me see if I can... It's better if I see it so I can reflect on it. I brought the chat up. I hadn't been aware of it before. So let's see. Well, um, we're, we're not born with it. It is an illusion. It doesn't exist. So we can't be born with it. It seems to arise through um, conditioning, like the repetition of being programmed to believe that each apparent body is separate from things and others. But we're not born with it. And there is no purpose to any of this. And let me explore with you why I say that. I've spoken several times with Fred about this. It's a really interesting thing. I think we're all familiar with in relative experiencing. Things can feel a certain way. And so we learn to see that the sense of something or something feeling like something isn't the same as the, the, the truth of something. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I'll see what's apparently happening and it just goes and works so perfectly that it feels like it's orchestrated or there's an intention. However, I, 
This is so strange. You, I can sit here, I can hear, it's like it's contradiction. Everything contradicts itself because it's not either or. Um, so at the same time, that feeling that there's purpose or direction or intention, that's it too. That's the nothingness sensing that there's an intention. But if you just feel that there's just this alive spaciousness It's no thing. And this is the reflection of it. This is it. No thing appearing as something. That being said, there truly is only one. There, this is it. This is it, and it is. It's complete. It's done. There's nothing for it to become. There's no place for it to go. There's no time for there to be intention or improvement. That's what's so. And it doesn't feel that way experientially. You know, you can't deny that there's it, this it is experiencing. It's nothing experiencing nothingness <laughs> as somethingness. And yes, it's not to be understood and uh, It contradicts itself because it's not either or, it's both. It's everything and nothing. So talk to me. I see you shaking your head. You seem to be resonating with what I'm saying. It, give me a little feedback about this is the answer, so to speak. Yes, is you get that, you feel it, or if you need more. I think more. it explains that it's not either or, it's both and uh, manifesting or appearing as something. Yes. Yeah. It is this, this, there is no thing. I mean, even the scientists see that there's no thing. The, the, the power of micros, microscopy shows that there's only space. There's, that's it. It's crazy. So even the science, science that we worship tells us that all this is not what it seems to be. But it's not one or the other. Mm -hmm. 
for some somehow this is um an imagery or a spontaneous apparent happening and it is the nothingness that's all there is yeah and then a separate as they shouldn't be say um, that again they're not separate nothing separate yeah so that totally makes sense. That explains it. Yeah, yeah, because this is it. This is the unseen, unspeakable, unknowable. And as I look at it, I mean, Fred would often talk of the mirror. I don't know if you've ever, I, I, I promote this video an awful lot on YouTube. It's one, I love it. Fred's video, um, What You Are and What You Are Not. It's an experiential meditation. He speaks at, towards the end of it about being the mirror and the mirror not being able to see itself, you know, but just its reflections. And reflections are not separate from the mirror. They are the mirror and they're nothing. Contemplate that, it's a, it's a visual of what I'm speaking about now. And I know when I first heard it, it, it hit a, a very deep level, what I'm speaking of uh, now. And that's what Fred means when he says, we don't deny experiencing, but truly nothing has actually happened. It's crazy. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. it makes no sense. We can't understand it, but it's beautiful. I love you, Nia. Thank you. Thank you, Blanda. Thank you. Andrew. Yes, hello. Hi. Uh, great meeting. I think that's killed all my questions. Yes, so I, that's that's it how it is. That's how it is. There are no questions. It has, but you're still talking about something that sounds not... I like what you're saying. Uh, so I'll just continue with what my question was anyway. Yes, good idea. Yeah. Um, so I've noticed that there's a lot of fluctuations in energy and mood. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this morning there was a lot of anger, but it was giving me a lot of power. So I was enjoying that um, sort of an addiction, if you like, to maybe anger and I don't want to let it go and I notice that when I'm suffering sometimes I remember to challenge the thought and then that thought goes that's great but if I'm having good thoughts I know I want to keep those yes 
and oh, I want a little bit of suffering because I'm benefiting from suffering because it makes me more creative when I'm trying to help people. I can't help people if I don't suffer, things like this. So I'm taking I'm taking bits that I, or a bit of anger like that. Um, and um, I just want this hamster, hamster. Yeah, I'm just on a hamster wheel of emotions, I think. Yeah, so yes. please go, for, please interrupt. Yeah. Can you find your referring to I? Yeah. Who is the I that you're referring to? Can you find the I you're referring to? Um, <clears throat> I know the answer is no. Um, it's just in, in every thought. Um, Stay away from what you know. Okay. Everything you know is really not so. <laughs> we don't know what's going on. We just, and and a sense of control, like when I hear what you're saying about anger, the arising of anger, anger is a, like a, a strong energy. And when it is um, identified with, can give a false sense of power because mm. the anger is being appropriated by I. Mm. But there is none. Can you find the I? Where, where does the I have anything to do with the body? Um. No, outside of thoughts, there's there's no I in the in the body. No. Okay. Very good. Yes. So. But it is the thoughts. Mm -hmm. And they carry a lot of energy. The thoughts. Yeah. Well. Isn't I a thought? Absolutely. Absolutely. You you can't find it. No. Nope. Where is it hiding? It, it's not hiding in the body. Do you scan the body? You can't find it. That's correct. Yeah. Well, I would venture to say if it can't be found inside the body, then where on, where on earth else would you, you, you find it? And why would you even take ownership of it? It's not even related with this false identification with the body. Mm-hmm. It's a thought. Yeah, definitely. The thing about it is, is that have you had um, glimpses of true nature or an awakening um, session or anything like that, Andrew? I had maybe 2010. I had one day. Mm -hmm. of no self-consciousness there was no andrew there was no andrew yeah and it was magical uh, yes yeah okay so it's important so wait let me try and that wonderful day 
is remembered by the I thought Andrew as a wonderful day. But there was no Andrew present. That's what made it the perfect day. Yeah, right. Yeah. And with, it's, with the living method, the work starts with awakening clarity now. And I think you can understand this by what you just said to me. Who the hell gives a crap about what happened in 2010? Mm. Right? Unless there's cl uh, um, clarity speaking now and the lack of identification as an Andrew, unless that is happening now, it's imagination. Does that make sense? Clarity can only be now. Because mm -hmm. there only is now. Mm. Do you have any access to clarity through that memory? No. 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 No, because the memory is just the thought. Thoughts are it, but when believed or owned, veil mm. that this is it. So let me finish this line of thinking with you. So maybe you can see a possibility of, so first there needs to be a very, like a the clear recognition of, and this is where there's contradiction, of what you are not, that there, you are not an Andrew and that there never was an Andrew, and that Andrew is a, is a story. Once that's seen, that what you, if you will, are not the body, and there is no Andrew, then what is it that's engaging, having the conversation, you know, experiencing, what is that? And that's explored and recognized. True nature is already here. And the stripping away of what's false leaves what's already here mm. to be experienced, which is not proper. I don't know what other language to use, mm. but what already is becomes obvious 
and the overlay of thinking is recognized as such. After you had your experience in 2010, it could have been after that day when you started speaking of what a great day I had and you went into memory, who was speaking? Awakeness. Well, technically, yes, this is it, it, no thing was speaking, technically, but what's this, what is speaking from the point of view of mm -hmm. okay. there being a center called Andrew. Okay, yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. yeah. The Andrew pattern claims mm -hmm. the awakening. Yeah. And mm -hmm. it is gone. So you, so I'm pointing you to this so you can see how tricky it is that however old you are from about the time you were born and uh, probably took about 18 months for your parents to successfully convince whatever this is, that everything of it that you were just this little body called Andrew. Mm. And from 18 months forward, that's been believed. And there is a program, a conditioning, a pattern of its way of responding to the conditions of life. Mm. It's a condition response reflex. When you, in, in this work, there are programs for, we call it clearing. Basically what you're doing is shifting the default from Andrewness patterns mm -hmm. to living as true nature. And it doesn't look a particular way. In other words, according to an Andrew, worst case scenario, you'd still have all of the anger, upset, complaint, da-da-da, arising. However, if it's not yours, does it matter? If cloud, if, if rain clouds pass in the sky, does it matter to the sky if they're rain clouds or cumulus clouds? Mm -hmm. No. So once a default is shifting, whether whatever arises, it makes no difference to the truth of what is. Because mm -hmm. it's not owned. Yes. There's no owner. That's funny because that just right at the end, it just made me angry. And of course, there's no owner to the anger. <laughs> That's right. And then That's I'm angry right. about that. And then I'm angry about that. And then. It... <laughs> Very good. Very good. You So there was there was a distance. 
yeah but there's i there's, i can see the pu pushing and pulling like i want i want to be angry uh, so yeah. do you know when I, it's funny this comes is really funny coming from me because i'm about as low tech as you get but if you know something about it, technology or programs i mean yeah. what does it take to undo a program you know programs just run they are autom automat automat automatic you know and yes so it takes um an unlearning of the illusion or seeing the illusion as a lie you just did that that just happened now where you so the spaciousness, the alive spaciousness, recognized the anger arising and didn't take ownership of it. And I think there was a either there was actually understanding that that it, it, it's trying to survive itself. The program survives itself mm. with thinking loops. Mm. And in this work. Um, inquiry is used as a powerful tool to interrupt automatic condition patterns. Kind of uh, wake us up now to what's so instead of being lost in imagination of thought. Yeah, but the problem is um, I don't want to do inquiry when I want to keep some of those programs. And I want to do inquiry when I don't want to keep some yes. of the. Well, so what you're saying is when the program's running, yeah, and and it believes that they're at that that program is an Andrew, yeah. It does not want to. It doesn't want to not exist. Yep. <laughs> it it doesn't. It doesn't want to be um, nothingness. Absolutely. It wants yeah. to be something special yeah. and yep. recognized. Yes. If someone says, you know, go over there, do some breathing, go and inquire, I'm like, no. Uh, it's very stubborn. Um, other yes. times, other times, absolutely love doing inquiry. So, you could say that it's the energy that's driving that it wants to exist. I... The condition is the condition pattern of <laughs> thinking that you could call Andrewness. You know, we speak of it like in ordinary speaking, we'll say, oh, I don't like this. I like that. Oh, I never do that. Oh, I'm like this. Mm. That's what it sounds like. It's taking ownership of the conditioning. Yep. You know? When you're not taking the ownership of the conditioning, it's anger's arising. But who's not taking ownership? There's no one to take ownership. Okay. Imagination, like imagination, 
believes itself. It takes itself very seriously. Right? You notice when we're talking to each other and like this recognition of the truth, you'll like have that little chuckle or that little smile. What is isn't serious. There's nothing to be serious about. There's nothing really going on. It's really very funny, you know? But Andrew Patterns, Andrew Ness is very serious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Imaginary characters are very serious and take themselves very seriously. Yeah, I've got a very serious imaginary character here. Okay, so I'm, I'm glad you came, and I hope you consider what I'm saying about there's no path to awakening because there's no path to now. Right now, what you're seeking is and because there is an illusion of separation, the programming is an illusion of separation. It's looking for connectedness. It's looking mm. to complete itself. Mm. It's looking for something that doesn't that it doesn't exist, and that's all that exists. <laughs> it it already is complete, and. Right now, the completion of the picture of what's happening is that through that body that's called Andrew, there's a thinking pattern that's believed to be a somebody. And even though you can't find that somebody, the program does not want to believe that. <laughs> That's it. I mean, wonderful. Thank you. Uh, that's I've got a lot to look at there. Um, I love what you said about uh, it's looking for connectedness um, and all of that. And there's... So I'm going to practice that, um, just that phrase as well. There's awareness of anger. Yeah. Just see, yeah. yeah. What, Everything but... is just what's apparently happening. See, yeah. if, see if you can look at life as what's apparently happening. What is apparently happening basically comes down to, in summary, three things. Thinking, which we label as a noun, as a mind, but there is none. There's just apparently thinking happening. Mm. Then there's sensing, which we call the body or our body. And there's perceiving. Those are the senses that have us believe there's a world outside of us. Mm. 
So you might want to explore those. They're not separate, but it's easy to look at them separately initially. If you get in touch with thinking, sensing, perceiving is all that's apparently happening, those are not things and they cannot be found. They cannot be localized. Mm -hmm. So all arising in spaciousness and that's all there is. And we're here for you if you're ready to ex not explore, but actually recognize there never was an Andrew. Excellent. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you. I'll be there tomorrow as well. I think there's one tomorrow. Thank oh, you. wonderful. Satsang. Yes, with Fred. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'll see you there. I look forward yeah. to it. And you, thank and, you. and, um, you know, there's no indoctrination orientation. You feel like questioning, sharing. Doesn't matter if your first time ever in the room. Just, it's all, if you can raise your hand and interact with Fred. That's the best thing that you you can do. And if yeah. it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But sometimes I don't have questions. Uh, uh, but I'm glad I had a question today. So yeah, it's good. So that's wonderful. You don't have to have a question. You yeah. could raise your hand and just say hi and say, I don't know what to say, <laughs> but I just want to say hi. And then you just see what happens. Okay. Because you're not doing it anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so just see what comes out through that mouth. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> I'll you. see you tomorrow. Yeah. I look forward to it. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, great. Ah, Ben. Hi. Can you hear me? I can. So thank you for putting this on. This is the first one I've went to, so appreciate it. Um, welcome, welcome. So I hear everything you're saying about um, the previous question, and it all makes sense. Yet, in this emptiness, I can still detect the ego wanting to craft a narrative in any way, shape, or form it can about it uh, because there's only it so the only thing the ego seems to want to or is capable of um, of uh, creating as a story would be that it exists for its own sake mm -hmm. but is that still yet a another narrative okay well I'll ask the question. I don't know if it's appropriate at this stage of the game, but it's there, so I'll ask. You mentioned the ego. Can you find an ego? No. No. It's a concept, is it not? 
Correct. It's a concept. So let's So look at I... it a little closer. Because you're describing it. In other words, we call egoic mental patterns of thinking that arise. In other words, I thoughts, I think this, I think that, is egoic thinking that you're describing. And it's like I was saying uh, to Andrew, yes, as you say, it it does seem, if you will, the only, the only function of that egoic thinking patterning that ar that's arising is, is <laughs> it sounds crazy to say, but we'll say self-survival. It is a program of surviving its own conditioning, its own pattern, its own uh, trail of thinking, if you will. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, I think where I'm coming at this from is I there there seems to be an impulse to create a narrative around the fact that there is just this and therefore I need to do something about that. Uh like there there can be a story about how there is just this and therefore I'm doing for doing sake and therefore what does that mean? Uh am I here to Is it is it play? Is it art? What what is something for its own sake? Okay, so but you're saying you're saying there's just this. You said that, right? Yeah. How can there be just this and an I who has to do something about just this? That's where I'm stuck. Yeah. Yeah. It needs to be seen or recognized that 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 conversation. of what am I supposed to do about this is it, is imagination. You know, and it's not something that's gonna happen like like that in a conversation that we're ha having here. You can get a little, perhaps a little glimpse of it, a glimpse of it, but um, yeah, something, needs to, um, well, with the living method, inquiry is used, very targeted, purposeful, if you will, pointed inquiry that if answered honestly, unravels, kind of like unties the knots of that I, I-ness. But it needs to be understood that it is a pattern and it is a conditioning and it doesn't disappear once it's been unraveled or unseen. That can only happen now. As I was saying to Andrew, a past experiencing is just a memory and it 
and no thinking has is has access to what is veils it it's hypnosis I like the uh, analogy of knots because uh, now I'm thinking thoughts are knots. Yes. We're, we're tangled up in them. So, yes, yeah. So we're trying to untie ourselves. But, but the I that's trying to untangle it is a thought. Right. <laughs> there, there's no, there's no one to do anything. There's just what is apparently happening. And it's spontaneous and not directed. So the knot unties itself because there's no me to be untying it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Or it doesn't. But it doesn't matter if it doesn't. Just mm -hmm. to, to the live spaciousness. That's why they speak of there only being love. There is just acceptance is the wrong word. Uh, allowing is the wrong word. I don't know that what word to use, but like it's like anything goes. There's no judgment of what what is. Right. See, I think that's where I was coming from originally. Was uh, that's a good word for it. Um, Love is uh, accepting something for its own sake, I guess would be one way to say it. Now, that's a, itself another thought. Um, but because there is just this, or just it, mm -hmm. it is it, if you will. So it's love. But then I want to create a narrative about how it is love, and then that, that can be uh, self-serving to create an agenda about how to live life. Yeah. Um, but that's a thought. So yeah. that's the Ben thinking pattern wanting to control or feel that it exists by attempting to control. I mean, let's face it. <laughs> this is Parent happening of nothingness. What is there to control? Who's going to control it? It's just totally free, however it is. Like they say, it's the good, what we would call the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's all, and we... We don't understand why things are the way they are. There's a lot of stuff going on that's apparently happening that doesn't make sense or isn't acceptable to our sensibilities, you know? But that's it too. There's no, there's no judgment. There's no one judging. 
Are there those patterns? There definitely are. That's that's one of that's a red flag of um, what is taking ownership of imagination, thinking something shouldn't be the way it is. Judgment. It's like when you notice it, you say, oh, wake up. <laughs> yeah. Are you coming to Satsang tomorrow, Ben? Uh, yes, I, yes, I'd like to. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, I hope you take the opportunity to speak with Fred too. Yeah, thank you. Well, like I was saying about high tech, I was trying to see something down here on the bottom of Zoom thing. Forget about that. It's not happening. <laughs> I, I, I can just say one thing if that's all right. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Um, so obviously it's a thought that I have that takes ownership of all thoughts and all feelings and all sensations. Mm -hmm. So embedded in every thought I, I have is includes ownership. Um, uh, that's it. I just wanted to say that out loud. Mm. Um, so I need to ch start challenging thoughts. Yes. A good way to challenge is, is that true? And then really look. Yeah. What could I do? Is it true that I own this thought? Can you find, can I, can you find, can I find an owner? Can I find an owner? To this yeah. thinking. Because it's not even a thought. There are no things. <laughs> it's thinking arising. Thinking apparently happened. Thinking. Everything, the one that I know of who said this was Sailor Bob. Mm. Said you add ING to everything. There's thinking. There's believing. There's experiencing. There's no one doing it. But um, yeah, can very can you find the owner to this thinking? Mm -hmm. You will not find one. Yeah, and again, the problem is this conditioning wants to stay and exist, so it might not want to always look. But so let, let me ask you, can you imagine in the absence of Andrew mm. or Andrew Ness, mm. 
is there a problem? No, no. No. So you, you hear, the, when you hear, yeah, but, yeah. or the problem is, that's the Andrew but. <laughs> yeah. I like that. In the absence of Andrew, um, is there a what problem? Did, yeah. Or can you find be... a prop? Can you find a problem? Yeah, yeah. Or in the absence of Andrew, would there be any resistance to inquiry? No. Because okay. that's what it is. It's either seeking or resisting. That's what the conditioning, that's what the pattern of imaginary characters, they're either seeking or resisting. They either want what is what isn't here to go to be here or mm. want what's here that shouldn't be here to go away. And that's the program. Mm. Dissatisfaction. It's a dissatisfaction program. That's very helpful. That's very helpful. This in the absence of in the absence of that's extremely helpful yeah to, to to break down the resistance yeah you would just you would recognize it it will persist arising or it will not <laughs> there is no one to control that yeah. all that could be done if you will is to recognize what's apparently happening mm -hmm. I'm so glad you spoke again. Me, me too. This is gold. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. 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 I love it that the problem is. I love when Fred says, you know, you, you probably hear him tomorrow in satsang because it happens all the time. He's talking to somebody, let's say, who hasn't had their awakening or has had an awakening, but they're not clear at the moment. And they say, they listen to Fred, and they go, yeah, but. <laughs> and Fred says, get your butt out of here. <laughs> yeah, but is a big clue. <laughs> it's program conditioning, condition response. Yeah, but trying to defend its position, point of view. There is no point of view. There is no one to have a point of view. If you recognize a point of view, that's uh, the imaginary character. That's it appearing as an imaginary character. Crazy stuff. So good. Thank you. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you so much. So we still have some time. Any other sharing questions, whatever? 
If they're not, let me ask you this. We can end now. Or I can kind of ramble on and see what comes out. <laughs> you vote for that? A little bit of rambling. A little bit of rambling. Okay, so let's see what comes out of it. Well, lately, there's been um, inquiry about this is it, that this is what can't be known and what can't be understood appearing to be what we call everything. And This appearance, this nothingness of the appearance, it's, it's bringing me very much in touch with, yes, we do need language to get at what's beyond language. It's like all the, the language that we use to clear things away and get to truth, like consciousness, awareness, awakeness. These words they're like subtly experienced. And I guess what's really very powerfully come up lately is how much, no matter how subtle the experiencing is, any experiencing is an illusion of somethingness, of this nothingness being somethingness. So I feel, I don't know, well, I've had anesthesia, but you don't have to have had anesthesia. Just thinking about deep dreamless sleep and how it's just totally blank. Because we can only know of its existence, but we can't know or experience anything of deep dreamless sleep. And the feeling or recognition is how this, the appearances, are 
the reflections upon the mirror of that blankness, of that mysterious, non-existent, blank, unknown. So, even the, sen the sense of being, the sense of aliveness, the recognition of awareness, of consciousness, this is all apparently happening. It seems anything that could be recognized is an appearance, no matter how subtle it is. And I don't know if this makes a difference in experiencing. Somehow, what feels like over here, it does. There's a lightness about what's apparently happening. There's just this, I don't know what other word to use, but knowingness, but it's not that because there's no one to know anything. It really is so, when I say, Fred says, I don't know anything. And I guess that's what this whole contemplation has brought me, me so to speak, in touch with this, truly not knowing anything. How could I possibly know anything when the The isness, if you will, of this appearance is nothingness. And you don't even know what that is. And this is that. And we can't possibly know that. So how can we know this? But there's obviously, there appears to be, you know, there appears to be knowing. Somehow it all, it's, all, it's all handled perfectly for an imaginary us. It's just doing its own thing. It's doing, it's doing everything. And at the same time, creating the illusion that of doership, of us having something to really do or say about anything. So that's what I've been, that's what's been arising here a lot recently. Um, deep, uh, deepening, if you will, of um, the nothingness of it all. And in Delivering a teaching message, it is important to 
like some, anybody who presents in a room to do, to speak to where, where they're at or what the openness or willingness that's there. But even saying that this is all consciousness this I don't know I do know that without it seems without this sense of being or uh, awareness or consciousness sense. There is no, uh, nothing is happening. There's nothing that can be known in the absence of, of that. But it is, it is an appearance. If it can be experienced, it's apparent. Yeah, so what I said before, it lends itself in experiencing to not taking myself, so to speak, or others or life so seriously. It's really crazy. Seeing the behaviors of people, so to speak, some more skillful than others. Not that they're not all automatic, but some patterns, it's so obviously automatic. Have you ever been with people and they just keep talking? You know? Or if they start talking, they'll just be this whole References to this happened to be that, that story, stories, just, 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 it runs, it runs, it runs, it runs. And that happening thinks it's a somebody, a something. And to some degree, if we identify patterns, that's what's happening when that's happening. But if that's what's happening, as Fred would say, that's what must be happening. Because there's no alternative. I can't find another this. I can only find this, this, and feel the emptiness of it.
And with that, enough rambling for today. I love you. I thank you for your gracious listening and attention. It's been a pleasure and a privilege. Thank you Have very a great much. great rest of today. You're welcome. And I see you tomorrow with Satsang. Yeah. Thank